0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. I'm Chris Malone. Here's a look at KTK Morning News for Thursday, October 26th, 2023. At least 16 people have been shot and killed, nearly 50 injured, after a man began shooting up people in Lewiston, Maine, Wednesday evening. State police responded to an active shooter situation at a bowling alley at a restaurant just before 7 last night. 40-year-old Robert Card has been identified as the person of interest and is still at large. Card is a firearms instructor trained by the military and a member of the U.S. Army Reserve. He recently made threats to carry out a shooting at a National Guard facility in Maine and also reported mental health issues, including hearing voices. Authorities say Card should be considered armed and dangerous and are advising people to stay locked in place. Authorities have scheduled a news conference for 1030 this morning to discuss the situation. Florida has ordered the University of Florida and the University of South Florida to disband a pro-Palestinian student group, stating that the national organization supports terrorism. Florida Education Chancellor Ray Rodriguez sent a letter to State University Presidents Tuesday stating Students for Justice in Palestine, known as SJP, violated the state law that bans support of terrorist organizations. Shortly after Hamas militants launched a terror attack on Israel October 7th, the National SJP Charter posted a toolkit for protest, which included a statement that, quote, Palestinian students in exile are part of this movement, not in solidarity with this movement, end quote. While the Day of Resistance toolkit refers to support a Palestinian resistance, the state views this resistance as supporting Hamas. The UF chapter of SJP released a statement condemning the move, stating the university system was limiting their rights of free speech. And A Washington State driver found out the hard way that putting a mannequin wearing a clown costume in the passenger seat of your car doesn't allow you to travel in the high occupancy vehicle lane. Last Friday, a Washington State trooper stopped a car driving in the lane reserved for vehicles with more than a driver. As the trooper walked up to the vehicle, he noticed a red-haired, red-nosed, terrifying clown grinning in the passenger seat. The trooper said that while he loved the spooky vibe, inflatables don't count for a legitimate HOV passenger, and it would be a costly encounter. While an HOV violation comes with a fine between $186 and $336, using a doll or a mannequin to make it appear an additional person is in the vehicle automatically adds $200 to the tickets. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. A fire forced residents to evacuate an apartment building in downtown Gainesville Wednesday afternoon. Multiple crews from Gainesville and Alachua County Fire Rescue responded to the 400 apartments just before 2.30 yesterday afternoon after a fire was reported on the third floor of the seven-story building. One person and a cat were treated for smoke inhalation as the fire was successfully extinguished in a short amount of time. The cause of the fire is under investigation. A Marion County man who was shot by a deputy during a traffic stop Tuesday has died. The Marion County Sheriff's Office confirmed 26-year-old Rasheem Edwards of Silver Spring Shores died at a local hospital after he allegedly reached for a gun hidden in his waistband. The deputy had stopped Edwards at around 7.15 Tuesday night on Mary Camp Road in Silver Spring Shores for driving an unregistered dirt bike on the road. During the traffic stop, Edwards reportedly fled on foot. When the deputy caught up to him, Edwards reached for his gun, leading to the deputy to shoot Edwards in self-defense. The deputy is on administrative leave until FDLE completes its investigation. And a customer accessing his safety deposit box ended up locked in the vault for more than 10 hours. The New York Fire Department says the man was in the vault in the basement of World Diamond Tower when employees who were unaware of his presence closed the door. Once the staff realized their mistake, they unsuccessfully attempted to open the vault. The door, however, was on a timer lock and as a safety measure would not reopen for 10 hours. Firefighters attempted to cut through a concrete wall to get to the man, but stopped when they reached metal plating because they feared further efforts would put him at risk of injury. Being there was no chance of him running out of air and being able to communicate with him through security cameras and a phone, it was determined that the best move was to wait until the timer lock opened at 6 15 the following morning fortunately the man suffered no injuries and was released after a quick checkup by emergency personnel this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds